With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran, and sitting to the right and left of me is River Brown and John Carlos Barra. And today, we got a full-on NBA show. So we're going to talk about the Clippers collapsing to the Denver Nuggets, what their future is looking like, and whether the team that tra- they traded all of their picks to, the Thunder, are going to have the brightest future in the NBA. Then we will talk about the Lakers and Nuggets series. We'll also debate if Jamal Murray is a top five point guard, and we'll give our take on if R.J. Barrett got snubbed from the NBA rookie team. And with the Knicks on topic, we're going to talk about what the Knicks should do and if they should sign Fred Van Vliet. Yep, those pink shoes are James Harden's. I like, I like those. They are. We, should, we need nicknames. We probably should get some nicknames. Instead of like Joel Moran, John Carlos Barrios. River I'm Brown. fine. I'm fine with saying my name. I, I need a nickname. Something that's not El Chapo. <laughs> Rip Banks. No, <laughs> okay, so look, this the first the first topic of the day is how did the Clippers choke? Can Ka- and can Kawhi and Paul George bounce back? But first, we want to talk about. We've seen all over media how everybody's talking about the Clippers choking and giving the Nuggets no credit. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think the Clippers really did choke? You know, it's it's funny because I think I'm the only person at the table that had the Clippers winning the chip. I think you had the Rockets, you had the Lakers, so we all had different takes. And I think we're all in agreement here, but we had the Clippers as the favorites to come out and play the Lakers in the next round. I definitely did. Now, they're up 3-1, and they blow two leads, two 15-point leads, right? Mm-hmm. And I've seen it on a lot. I see it a lot on Twitter. Paul George is getting all the blame, this, that, and the third. He had 10 points in the game seven. Kawhi had 14, but okay. He, he had a bad game. I don't think Lou Will scored 20 points one time in the seven games, but okay. And then Montrose Harrell, he was... When he was on the court, they the Clippers were outscored 61 points. But, all right, Paul George gets all the blame, right? Even if, I think, with all the free agents that they had this year, Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, Montrezl, I think this was the year that, that they should have definitely went to the finals and won it all. Now, with their grit style, that the way they approach games has been happening all year. They approach games pretty lackadaisical. They they blow leads a lot. They tend to go up and they get lazy. Or Doc Rivers makes bad subs, puts in the bench. So this is definitely probably up there with a three one choke with Steph Curry and them. Just for the simple fact that they were favorited so much and they were hyped all year, and then they just blow it in the end. So yeah, this is def this is a bad choke. I don't. They were not a seventy three and nine win team though. They weren't. <laughs> But now nah, the Warriors will always be worse. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say it was worse than the Warriors. I said it's up there though. No, with them. I, yeah, it's I definitely the Warriors will always be worse. Yeah, it's definitely up there with them though. <laughs> it's definitely with your boy Chris Paul though. 
Nah, yeah. Chris Paul choked against the Clippers when he was with the Clippers against Houston, against my boy James oh, Harden. Uh, he Sounds choked cool. against Josh Smith. Josh Smith went off. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but James Harden had a great game seven. He, did, he, did, he closed them out. Look, I feel like you're way too soft on Paul George. PG because I know that Paul George, you like him way more than Kawhi. Paul George was one of your favorite players, but let's be honest. He didn't have a bad series. He didn't show Denver. up. He didn't show up. His, his, his so defense, 14 points are showing his up? His defense was lazy. His defense was lazy all series. What? Nah, he it was, was lazy. Checking Jamal what is really he? Well. This, nah, what? his defense was lazy all series. Okay, and you want to? Didn't Paul George? Paul George averaged twenty one, right? He averaged twenty or twenty one, right? No, he, for the entire playoffs? For the th- that series, twenty points per game. 20. Kawhi averaged more than him. Yeah, yeah. And Kawhi, I just feel like Kawhi was better. Now was. that being said, do I think that Paul George deserves most of the blame? I don't. But he didn't show up either, and I don't think Kawhi showed up to the level where normal to seeing aside him show from, up either. Aside from Jamal's 33-point game in Game 7, he didn't have any great game. You do know that, right? He had a bunch of 19-point games, 17-point games, 15-point and that was because, no, not Kawhi, Mr. DPOI was checking him. No, Paul George was the one him. checking Jamal Murray. I mean, is it, Kawhi has to carry the load on game, offense. Game 4 and 3, Jamal didn't score in the fourth quarter. Game 4, he didn't score in the second half because of Paul a, George. It was a joke well, show. Defense. What can I say? It was a joke show. That's but don't try to say Paul George. Fourth. Maybe Game 7, he's, yeah, he, everybody was lazy in Game 7. Paul George's shot hit the side of the backboard. That was bad. James Harden <laughs> airballed. When? I don't remember. Do you remember that, JC? I'm not yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure he did. I yeah, just don't like, remember. Yeah, like, I, don't I mean, every player air balls. Like, he tried to throw that up like it doesn't I'm happen. Lie, no, but the back that was a, dying. I don't think Paul Russell George Westbrook. hit a shot in the fourth. Russell Westbrook <laughs> didn't he miss a layup a, in the fourth? Russell Westbrook airballed a free throw. I don't look. <laughs> in, in, the in, the, in the clutch. Like, why are you doing that? I mean, I don't care about Westbrook. You can say that all you Yo, he's crazy. Westbrook is not my favorite player. He's your favorite point guard, though. He's not my favorite point guard. <gasps> Who is? Or, what? Who's your favorite point guard? Chris Paul? My favorite point guard. Man, Dame. <laughs> Dame is one of my favorites. He was slandering Chris him. Paul. Crazy. I like Kyrie too, man. I love Kyrie. Yeah. But look, man. Look, Paul George, he didn't play to the all-star level that we're accustomed to seeing him playing. Yes, he didn't yep. shoot bad from, from the field, but Ooh. Paul George, he didn't shoot bad from the oh. field. He shot like what? 38% from 39, three? 39. 39? From the field, 39. So, Okay, yeah. And then from the three, 33%. Paul George, 33% against the Nuggets? Mm-hmm. I think he's doing the whole playoffs. The whole playoffs. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking oh, about just talking the about, Nuggets. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Just the Nuggets. I mean, Paul George and Kawhi, I think they showed up more than anybody on the Clippers team. But mm-hmm. I think the blame <coughs> goes to Lou Williams, Sweet Pepper Lou. One, I can't, I don't, I can't even believe that he was not kicked out of the bubble for going to a strip club and Daniel House was kicked out for just bringing somebody who worked at the bubble to his hotel room. That makes no sense to me. Oh. Nah, that's two I, different. That's I, two I, different I circumstances. That, Lou Will that, left the bubble and didn't get kicked out. Daniel House brought somebody in the bubble. No, she was working in the bubble. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, Lou Will should have definitely. Granted, been she out. was able to leave to her house, but she was working in the bubble. I he think didn't even show up, so it didn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> who Lou Will or yeah, who? Lou Will? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but horrible. This is why it was Lou Will's fault more than anybody else's, because. He's known for his offense. And I remember telling you this. I told you, I don't think Doc Rivers goes with the Lou Will closing lineup because they don't have any defense. They were, instead of goodwill hunting, they were Lou Will hunting. <laughs> they were Lou Will hunting that whole series, getting favorable matchups on Lou Will. Now you did tell me that. But, you, but I also told you that if his offense is 
on, then he's going to be in the game. They're going to sacrifice. And yeah, but he shot, what, 35% from the field and 15% yeah, from three? Horrible. So if he's like, come on, that's his fault. He's supposed to be that spark plug. Absolutely. And he just wasn't. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. And so I don't blame the series on Kawhi. I don't blame it on Paul George. I don't, I'm not going to come here and slander them. I think this was on Lou Will. Damn. Lou Will had to show up. He didn't show up. I mean, hearing both of your takes, um, I kind of agree with both of them. I do believe that Lou Williams was the supposed to be the X factor to the series. You know, you have a guy that comes off the bench, six man of the year, multiple times, going to give you 20 points a game. Neither six um, man show I up. think a lot of people are letting Montrez Harrell off the hook. I think he was easily just as bad as Lou Williams. I mean, for the entire playoffs, given he was coming back for an injury, he only averaged 10 points. He's due for a contract. He didn't show up. Paul George, I mean, you can say he played the best against Denver, I guess, but even in the Dallas series, you know, he's, he's had his moments where he was struggling. Game seven was really bad. So um, I think this this blame goes on everybody. Um, I don't think it's all Paul George's fault. I do agree with Joel that it's Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell. Those were the two X factors that you needed. The guys needed to come off the bench when Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are struggling. Their job is to pick up the scoring load, you know. But I think a lot of the blame goes for Doc Rivers as well. Um, yeah, I agree from, with that. For multiple teams, I mean, he's blown 3-1 leads since 2003 up until now. Um, so I think this is this is mainly the role players that blew this. But the way Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and the whole team played collectively and coached Game 7, I think it was everybody's fault Game 7. But... Most of the blame to me, if I were to pick someone to blame, is between Lou Will and Montrez Harold. Like you have to be better than that. I think Montrez came off a six man of the year award too, right? You just want it. You have to you have to be better. You have to be better than ten points and three rebounds. Lou Will, you have to give me more than twenty five percent from the field and fifteen percent from the three. Like you you like yes, it's a superstar driven league and they get blamed, but you guys are people are nuts if you don't think Lou Will and Montrez had anything to do with this. I think it was bad. More of the blame not more. I think another person that we should blame is Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer? Let me tell you why. Let me just throw out this little uh, this little hot take real quick. He built this team. This is the guy who built this team. And I feel like this this is <laughs> this is not even I don't even matter of fact, let me not say that. Let me say he gets blamed, but this really jumps I'm gonna jump on the Doc Rivers wave again too because this team was worried about the Lakers all year. This was Lakers, we we built this team to beat the Lakers. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. They like we're not worried about any team. Then you walk into a series with we can all agree what, top ten, top fifteen player in the league, Joker. You, you walk top into the 10, league, yeah. yeah. You walk into the league. You're playing the best center in the league. You have virtually you're putting Montrez Harrell on him. The dude is six seven. Yeah, on him. Too. You you had Zubac on him. <laughs> Zubac, I don't know why he's not. Doc Rivers at a, at a point wasn't playing him a lot in the yeah. fourth quarter. Was playing Montrez. You don't have a real rim protector in your team because you're so focused on playing the Lakers and beating the Lakers, mm-hmm. and you don't build a solid team that can play with Denver or like a, they would have had to play maybe Utah, like a team with a verse, like with a team with a big. So I think that that also something that they should work on this offseason, getting a rim protector, somebody mm-hmm. who can guard bigs because they already have enough wings or enough small ball guys that can go with Houston or can go with L.A., they're going to need big men to rock out with Denver or Utah. That's going to be key for them. big? Yeah, just somebody who can play defense. So like, I mean, he's not a free agent, but realistically, somebody like DeAndre Jordan? Like, realistic. Not, not even. You can even bring Dwight Howard's a free agent. I'm not saying he would go, but that would be somebody. Do you see what? Yeah, you see how key he is for yeah, them right now? Key. That's somebody they would need, a, a guy who is athletic, 
He's a defender. He's a rim protector, mm-hmm. a center that can go get rebound. He knows his role. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. I don't think the Clippers knew their role. It was just a lot, a lot of, of hoo-ha-ha-ha. A lot of but, people don't talk about the fact that this Clippers team as a whole, I think they only played like 20-something uh, games together 33. all year. I would agree with you if the series was close before Denver came back. The Clippers had them beat. It was 3-1. They, were, they had them beat. You know, if they, if it was like if it was kind of like how Boston and the mm-hmm. Heat series is going two mm-hmm. one two two, you know, yeah, I'd agree with you. But first four games they've shown they don't need that. They no. can beat them without it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. just think that most people want to come on and blame everybody on the Clippers. I def think I definitely think that Doc Rivers deserves a lot of blame. Yep. But I just feel like Denver played a series that they'll never probably play again in their lives. Like Jokic back. was shooting forty percent from three. Jamal, Jamal Murray was shooting fifty percent from three. Everybody was just going, and I think a guy nobody talks about is Gary, Gary Harris. Harris is really he shot forty two percent from three, and he was playing amazing defense as well. Stellar defense. He he was a huge addition. Mm-hmm. So people want to put the blame on the Clippers, but in reality, I think there was a lot of things going wrong with that team. One, they didn't communicate effectively enough on defense. They have chemistry issues. And I also think that Paul George was dealing with a little stuff behind the scenes in terms of his mental health, which he was open about. And I think people are kind of overlooking that. It's, it's, I just think it's the atmosphere of the bubble. I mean, yeah, that that, could, that definitely plays. I mean, when you're up 3-1, though, do you, you don't really get a, oh, this team is, you don't get an excuse for, oh, this team is playing out of his mind. I think when you're up 3-1, it's like that really falls on you. Like yeah. you're up 3-1. You're up, mind you, you're up 15 twice. In game five and six, they're really you really you have no excuse. Yeah, they really you can't really say anything about how because let's be realistic. The Clippers are better than Denver. The Clippers should be playing right now. They should be playing. So I don't. It's just I don't. It's tough for them. I though. think if the Clippers are playing right now, this series with between Denver and LA is one one right now between the Clippers Probably. and the Lakers. I mean, if AD doesn't hit that shot, it's one one. Yeah, yeah. facts. Uh, Jokic is going crazy on Davis. I don't. Nice. I don't even think Davis is really guarding Joker. I think it's Dwight. It's a it's yeah, it is Dwight. They uh yeah, it's just mainly Dwight and JaVale. They're playing the they're playing the, the center power big, yeah. forward thing. So he's cooking all of them though. No, I think A D was guarding him last night though in the fourth. I mean in that last possession when he hit that hook shot over yeah, AD. Was guarding that one. <laughs> yeah, he just bullied him. <laughs> he bullied him. I can't believe he I think A D is kinda little compared to the Joker, right? How tall is A D? Six eleven. About the same height. Davis might be taller. Eighty six eleven. Davis is taller. I think Jokic is six ten. Jokic Jokic is seven feet. Not six ten. Jokic is seven feet. Eighty six eleven. Jokic is seven feet. Yeah, Yeah, but Jokic. Nah, I swear to God, he was six (laughs) ten. Check right now. I mean, we could check if I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Could have sworn that Jokic is. uh, I keep calling him the Joker. (laughs) Call him the Joker. Yeah. Um. No, I think the Joker is definitely. I think he's seven feet. Ad six eleven. I mean, he might be seven feet, but you know. Let's see. Even so, Anthony Davis seven, is six, he's seven. He's seven feet. Yeah, right? Anthony Davis is six eleven. That's a one inch advantage. It's yeah. really not a. That really doesn't justify Davis him. getting bullied like he's that. He's stronger than him too. He's stronger than AD. That's a lie. AD is not six eleven. How tall is he? Six ten. Oh, okay. two two inches. Yeah. Wow. And he's he's he also Joker actually is stronger than him too. Is he stronger? Or he's just bigger. He's bigger. He's stronger. You saw how he backed him down. He backed him down from the top yeah, of the key all the way down and got to where boy. he wanted. It's all right though. AD is deep defensive player, the caliber player. So, this is basically it for the Clippers because if they don't win with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, it's over for them. I mean, they traded away all of their picks to build the championship team now. And 
To their defense, this is why I disagree with that Steve Ballmer take because I think I would love an owner that goes all in trying to win when you have a chance to win. They don't. When you have a chance to win. Because the Clippers did have a chance to win. Um, I didn't say he... Yes or no. It's a yes or no. I didn't say... Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead, go ahead. I didn't say he was wrong for going all in. I said I felt like he was he was not wrong, but I felt like he should have got another Const- rim protector. Constructed the team a little better. Yeah, that's but what I don't I think I don't think though. he makes those decisions though. That's true. Yeah, but okay. So look, I'm gonna just name you the picks that are leaving the Clippers. So to start it off, Kawhi and Paul George they can leave in 2021. The same free agency so class with Giannis. Wow. You didn't know that. No, Montrez, wow, like Montrez, Harrell, Marcus Morris, and Reggie Jackson are all free agents. Their only young players are Landry Shamit, who's like a career role player, maybe starter, and Zubach, right? They don't have a first-round pick until the year 2027. Don't think they need one this year. And they have a first-rounder. They have a first-rounder in 2021, depending on, like, the swap rules with the Knicks, but they don't have one until 2027. They have no picks at all in 2021, and they have two second-rounders in 2022 and 2023. So basically, so they, they have traded no picks in what year? I think they, they have, have they, no they have a second picks. Round this year? No, right? They don't. Oh lord! I think they do actually. I I think. Uh, let me see. No, they have no picks. Let me explain why that's any over exaggeration. Those picks this year, I don't think they need a pick. I think this is probably going to be one of the weakest drafts for the next four or five years. I think next year when that wait the drafts are going to be weak for the next four or five years. No, I said this is going to be the weakest oh. one for the next four or five years. I think after this one, that's when you start looking at that list like, oh shit, we don't have a pick. Kawhi and Paul George are going to free agency. I think they knew this when they made the trade to go get Paul George. I think they knew this going in like, all right, we got a two year window. This is the team we're going to rock with. We know we're not going to have picks. We need to get a title in this two year span because looking at it from. I think they're probably going to bring back Montrez. I don't think they should. I think they're going to probably do it. They are. Now, Marcus Marcus Morris Morris and Reggie Jackson, I don't know because I don't know how much money. You guys paid him, what, 15 mil? Who? Marcus Morris and then trade him. So I don't know if he's going to get less from that unless he's really on a winning mindset. And then Reggie Jackson, I think he'll probably come back, but – he has a shot to compete for a championship, so that's probably the yeah. So he comes back. I don't think the picks should be. I don't think they for when if Paul George and Kawhi leaves next summer, mm-hmm. I think that's when they should start panicking because now you have no future, you have no picks. I mean, leave. Paul George after I think uh, their loss, he actually told everybody on the team that was going to be a free agent like Morris and Harold and Jackson, come back, let's run it back. And uh, the report said that they they just rolled their eyes at that. Yeah. I heard about that. So they probably might not come back. But I'm saying if Kawhi <laughs> and Paul George leave in 2021, it's over. this Clippers team is going to be probably one of the worst teams in the yeah, NBA. Can I ask you guys a quick question? Oh, is wait a minute. Lou Will was gone that year too. Yeah. Nah, nah. He's getting older, though. Oh, yeah, 2021. Yeah. He's getting older, though. Well, his game, you could play with his game. Let me ask you something. Is this trade worse than the Nets? Just like with the, when, when you guys traded for Pierce and Garnett? Yeah. It depends. Do you think? Do you think? Look, I know like the Nets realistically overexceeded their expectations by getting like with, with the picks that they had. But you're telling me that the Clippers don't have any picks in some years. I don't think it's it's worth. Um, that's a good question. Yeah, it is. You I know, think it I, depends because I feel like the reason you got you guys didn't win for a lot of reasons, but I think the main one is because that was when that was Miami's time. That was yeah. LeBron's time. Yeah. With right now with the Clippers, I just. They should be in the. They should be they in should, the conference should. finals they right should. now. I agree. They and pe- they pick people picked them to beat the Lakers. They were the favorites to win a championship in the beginning of the year. 
You look at the roster and you say, yeah, this team is winning it's the an, championship. No roster. doubt about it. It's an elite roster. I'm going to say no because you guys got that team, but you were never projected to win. Okay. Like you didn't have the favorites like the Clippers did to win. And we rebuild even pretty, before, so, pretty, even, pretty quickly even, after, like, for not having any picks. Even when you ran it, even if you didn't run in Miami, realistically, you were like the fourth or the third best team in the league that year and on the East. We were the sixth best team in the East. That no, year. what by seeding? I'm saying, but like oh. as a like walking into a series, I don't think I never really saw y'all. You picked up a 40 year old KG. I never yeah. really saw you guys. It was like you know, you're gonna win the chip. You know what? Uh, um, another thing that kind of made I think makes the Nets a little worse is that the year we lost to Miami, the next year everybody was gone. Yeah. Paul Pierce left. Um, Kevin Garnett was traded in the middle of the year. So I mean, at least the Clippers have a shot at keeping two of their top players. We didn't do that. So. I don't know. I'm just speaking on the fact that if Kawhi and Paul George leaves, I think this can be worse than the Nets, though. I mean, the only hope Rebuilding. that the the only hope that the Clippers have right now is that Kawhi and Paul George want to play in L.A. That's the reason they chose the Clippers. I mm-hmm. mean, nobody chooses the Clippers for another reason other than that. There's Leonard. been no star to really sign with them. But there's been two sources. One, the Clippers are in works to try to get Drew Holiday. I want the Nets to get them. And they're, um, it's actually the Clippers, the Bucks, the Warriors, the Nets, and what was the other team? What was the other team? I can't remember. The, the Miami Heat. No, it wasn't I Heat. just don't see a world where they can get Drew Holiday. I do. Because they don't have any picks to trade. Oh, yeah. No, if you talk about that. I'm, and then and uh, what player would they trade? Lou Will? No way. Lou Will, Pat Beth. I don't no think way. Pelicans say that. No I way. don't think. Uh, when I, they can get a Karis LeVert and Dinwiddie from Brooklyn for Drew Holiday, possibly. Or, or that, that Spencer would, Dinwiddie or Jared Allen. Yeah, that would be better. Um, I w- or it's either that or they're trying to, they're trying to get either Drew Holiday or Derrick Rose. So that's one of their two guys on the market. Like that's what they're Derrick trying Rose to get right now. And Derrick Rose is cool. <laughs> I wouldn't mind Derrick Rose to be honest. He's, very familiar, right? He's an eighteen point scorer. I wouldn't mind though. Nah, Derrick Rose <laughs> would nice. be a good addition. He's good, He's real good. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Still him. a good so, player. But I think that's the only hope that they have is that they actually want to be in LA, so they probably won't leave. But if they do, if one of them leaves, it's over for them. If one of them leaves, it's done. Well, the only thing they can do right now is request for a trade. And if the Clippers are lucky, they'll run it back next year and hopefully get far. If you see Kawhi and PG one out, luckily they asked to one out before the trade deadline so that you could go get some picks back, you know, go get something back. Yeah. So hopefully that plans out for them. But if they walk into free agency and they're like, nah, we're gone, it's over. It's over. That's going to be the worst team in the league. Yeah, they're going to go very, through a very, very long rebuild. Very, very, very long time. <laughs> very long time is going to be one of the worst teams. Them in the Knicks. They're going to be worse than the Knicks. Uh, I guarantee you. Lou Will is better than They don't have any picks. R.J. Barrett, bro. So why are you praising Lou Will like he didn't just shoot 15% from the three? R.J. Barrett probably wouldn't have shot better. I mean, he shot 32% from the season. He's younger. He's something, to, you know, he's something to lean on. Lou Will is yeah, a couple true. years he's out. I mean, there's a chance R.J. Barrett could never be better than Lou Williams. There's legit yeah. chance he can yes, never. He has be the potential to be better. Yeah, than him, but potential but we'll is cool. Andrew Wiggins has the potential to be whatever. Like, <laughs> so, so the team that Stop. the team that the Clippers basically traded all their picks to is the Thunder. So, in my opinion, I think they have one of the brightest futures in the NBA. I'm just going to name Absolutely. you their assets. Okay, first <laughs> starting with their players, they have Shy Dog. They have Lugans Dort, who's Good. probably going to be Defensive a top five dog. defender in the NBA right. soon. Darius Basley, who can slash right. and he can stretch the floor. And he shot 35% from 3 2, oh, so good. he can shoot. He's solid. They have 15 first rounders in the next six, six years. They have three first rounders in 2023, three first rounders in 2024, 
and two first-rounders in 2025. Five first-round picks are from the Clippers. And Chris Paul can still be traded, and so can Steven Adams. So they can possibly and get Dennis more Schroeder? picks for them. He'll Dennis be a free agent next year. Dennis Schroeder will be free agent. So he's they young can, still. He's 27. Yeah, he's still young. So they can possibly get more picks. So do you guys think, after hearing this, that the Oklahoma City Thunder are – they have the brightest future in the NBA? No. They don't have the brightest future. I like their future because the the players you just named, they're what Lugan Dortz is 21, Shaw's 21. So they have some young talent. The picks, you said 2023, 20, 2025, and 2026. 20, 24, 25. Okay, so that's that's kind of far because we're only in 2020. But I like their future. I still don't think they have the brightest future. I still think you got to talk about Phoenix. You got to talk about Atlanta before you even talk about OKC. You got to talk about the Pelicans. But I do think in terms of they do have, if you if you had to base it down, they do have a top five future because they have a guy like Shaw who can get it done on offense. He can score. They have Dennis Schroeder coming off the bench. He can score. Lugan Dortz, like you said, is going to be a top five defender, probably top three. He Bro, he, can, he can he can still develop. I'm gonna be honest. If Lugans Dort can develop a jump shot, it's he over. might be a top 25 player in the NBA. That is the I was about to curse. Top you got to chill. You top 25 player in the NBA. You have to. He stop. can be. He can be. He can. I would. I would, You have to well, stop if, too. As long as Clay Thompson's done the league, he can. He could be the best 3 and D player in the game. You have to stop. Lugan Dort. No, no, you have to stop. You have to stop. If, if Lugans Dort gets shot, a jump shot, he can't be better than a Danny Green. Like Harold really Green isn't even close to top five, 25. No, like he's, no, we're not no I'm just saying. Like, he I'm, said that, but wait, wait I want to get on that. What, did I, how, what was wrong about what I said? No, no, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. There's right, too many go, things right, going on right, right now. Go you said he could be close to a top 25 player. He can. You know how many nice players are in the NBA? Well, he'd be better than D'Angelo Russell. I don't even think Devin Booker's <laughs> top 25, and he won't be better. Devin Booker is top 25. But I'm saying it, that's a Without debate. A that's that's a debate, How about D'Lo? Debate. He won't be better than D'Lo with just a jump shot. If I, I can probably name 24 players better, or you can debate that's better than Devin Booker easily. easily. I don't have the time for that right that's now, tough, but no, we'll do it all the same. No, I'm just saying easily. What, what you got? And if if he's a first of all, he's a two guard, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, with a jump shot, he wouldn't be better than none of the top two guards in the league. So how would you? Wouldn't just, he? Would he be a top ten two guard with a jump shot? I'm talking about like 35 percent from three. That's just average, but his defense is elite. But he can't score. Like, but if he can shoot, he can score. He he'll, can be, shoot. he'll literally be an above-average Danny Green. That's not top 25. No, top 10 shooting guard. What do you think? Top 10 shooting he guard. He wouldn't be a top 10 shooting guard? Would he be better than... He wouldn't be a more valuable player than, let's say, a C.G. McCullum? Absolutely not. The second scorer on the team? No. This guy who can go get his own yeah. bucket at any time in the game? What's wrong with you? You give me a lockdown defender, I'd rather get have him over a guy. Depends on your McCullum. team. You put him on Portland, they won't. They're not going to go anywhere. No, they're not. They're not. If they're not gonna be as good. has a jump shot, they're not going to be as good. 35%? Dame is going to have to create every Everything. single play. Oh, that's fine. It's not He fun. doesn't have to play defense. Luligan's door is going to strap the best player on that team. The best backcourt player on that team. Wait, well, what's wrong about what I said? The best what did you three, say? I said the best 3D player in the game. It's gonna take him a while to touch Clay. No, I said, I said, like forget Clay. He's not, but like, would he be at least the second best three and D player? In he's the only game? shooting thirty five percent. But his defense is incredible, though. Defense is incredible. So that's not a top a two, thing. three and D guy. What about Darius Basley? What do you think his ceiling is? I don't know. He's a very Stretch weird player. Four. I think he can be John Collins. Stretch. Yo, what nah, the hell? No. Darius Bowser can't be a John a Collins. 10, John Have Collins? you seen John Collins John play? Collins I've seen nice, him play. Bro. He's nice. Yeah, but they don't play nothing alike. No. I think he's more like he a Michael be, Beasley with a jump shot. He could be a stretch four. That's what I think I was he's like. Michael Beasley does have a jump shot. He does. Uh, he, he, he didn't have a jump shot I was gonna coming say, in. I was going to say a better Channing Fry. 
What nah, the hell? A better Channing Fry? Like... Channing Fry, all he did I, was shoot I threes. I think Darius, but he's a Channing Fry is like Frank Kaminsky. Yeah. Yeah, he's Frank right about Kaminsky that one. sucked. He's not bad. I mean, Darius Blaze, he's kind of in betweener. I don't know if he's like a real four. So you say he's three. a three point shooting slasher. That's his nah, name. he could he could shoot. He can he shoot, and he could shoot too. Yeah, he can. No, it's I'm not, saying he could shoot not, too. I'm saying you don't think that John Collins right now is averaging twenty and ten. You don't think that Basley, if he starts, can touch that? I think he can. John Collins when? is an inside outside like player. His ceiling, though. When, his ceiling like is right away starting. That, I say in the next two years he could probably touch that if he gets if he gets started. We gotta see how his game develops. I'm saying his ceiling, his ceiling. I'm not saying that's what he's gonna do. I'm just John saying that's Collins, his, though. I mean, that's you not, see that, that's not, John but Collins? that's not an over-the-top ceiling. No, man. I don't see. Where'd you see the game like the comparison? Inside game? out, John, they can both slash, and John Collins stretches the floor a lot. Yeah, but he, he he's got way more. Better, but he's manager. more of a big man, though. Like he plays the five in Atlanta too. You wouldn't put Darius at the five. I think he does. Too, I didn't notice his defense is pretty bad. Oh no, it's horrible. I won't argue that. But like John Collins is more of a like a big man. Darius is more like a three that can play the four or five. John Collins Who is a cares four. if you're a big man if you can't play defense? I mean, honestly, the, the Joker like, can't play defense. He actually is not that bad a defender, like statistically, analytically, he's oh. not. He's really not. He's okay. I've grown. I've grown to seeing him in the series in the last couple. He's okay, but he's he's not like what the stats say he is. Yeah, like come on. We're not about to compare Joker's impact to like John Collins. We didn't though. at all. Nobody said that. Yeah, but, talking about defense. I know, but their defense is. Like they're both not that great defenders, not at all. But Joker's offense, nobody. But you just so said we're starting a whole new debate. Yeah, 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 you are. You said who cares about a player if they can't play defense? I said yeah, the Joker doesn't play defense. Steph Curry doesn't play defense. Steph Curry does play defense. Kyrie Irving doesn't play defense at all. Dame does not play D. Up until they recently, tried. James Harden didn't really play defense. Up until yeah, but recently, we can't, he's gotten we can't, better, though. We can't even talk about those players because they're, they're winning. Superstar level they're they're players, winning. But then don't say John that. John Collins is on a losing team. He's a loser. Yeah, but just right don't say like that. Yeah, he's don't, a loser. Don't say okay, that. Okay, see, Darius Basley just made the playoffs. It wasn't because he of him. He didn't just. First of all, wait a minute. You're it not going to do He that. hit some huge threes oh versus my, the Rockets. What huge three did he hit? He hit some in game seven. He's right. He's right. He's right. He was hitting huge threes. No, he was hitting huge threes. But Darius Basley didn't make the playoffs. So let's cut that down. No, he did make the playoffs. Technically, he did. Technically, he did, but it wasn't because of him. He got minutes in the playoffs, and he was was phenomenal. He was okay. It's the bubble. Let's be realistic. It's the bubble. Who cares? He wasn't going to play if it wasn't the bubble. Honestly, he wasn't going to play if it wasn't the bubble. Why? Why wouldn't he have played? Because, bro, the bubble Seriously, was just a different environment, bro. A lot of people weren't going to play if it weren't for the How bubble. How many people opted out from OKC in the bubble? I don't if, think if, nobody. If none and he's getting burned, then that's okay. Then that's something that's okay. The bubble, got people, the bubble got people playing like different stars, bro. He was not going to play like that in front of a home court, like in front of a, a in front of a arena like, with fans in, in a playoff right. environment. Jamal right. Who? You think Jamal Murray would have? Yeah, I think he would have did all right. No, you're not, right. He would have played better in front of fans. I doubt it. Darius Bass is the type of guy that gets you don't energized. Even, you, don't even, you, don't even, you, you don't even know him like that. I don't even know why you're saying that like that. Like, Tell me, don't sleep on Darius Basley. Don't sleep on him, man. <laughs> why are we talking? I don't know. He's crazy. How are you going? He's crazy. So look, right now, the conference finals is going on. Lakers, Denver. Lakers are up 2-0 mm-hmm. at the time of this recording. So, I mean, can Denver come back? They're, they're down 2-0. Can they come back? Can they make this a series? Absolutely. I think... Outside of that shot, it would have been a series if he AD doesn't hit that big shot, which is it was crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Is that Kobe? Yeah, he's yeah yeah. Y'all gotta stop with that. Just let that man die. But yeah, he is. I feel like it would have been a series. I think Denver has shown that they're a resilient team that they can come back at any moment. And 
it was a it's a funny stat that I saw yesterday, and it said when Jamal Murray sat down for three minutes and forty six seconds, Denver was outscored by nineteen points and had two turnovers. When he was in the game, they were actually outscoring the Lakers by four points. So that's something that should definitely be considered. And they got Denver has to figure out what they're going to do with Jamal Murray sitting out or if they're going to play him the whole time. But other than that, I think Denver could definitely come back, win two straight, make it a series. They have the team for it. They just got to f- make some adjustments. That's all. They're done. The Denver Nuggets are done. That game, game they're, they're, that, that game, game two, was their game to, to take. If they would have won that game. We didn't say that multiple times by Denver. Let's be honest. This is LeBron James, man. Anthony this Davis. is LeBron James. You said that like this is LeBron like James. Time out, like what? You said that like that name holds weights in the playoff. AD. Yeah, you holding weight right now. But you said it like it holds weight in the playoffs. It doesn't. doesn't hold weight in the playoffs. Listen, if no, Anthony Davis doesn't series, hit bro. that game winner, this series goes five. Nah, the Lakers win three straight. Now this not, series, wait, the Lakers the can Lakers sweep. The Lakers can sweep the Nuggets, but I'll be respectful and I'll give the Nuggets one game. This series is going to end in five. The Lakers are going to the finals. They're going to get a nice little rest because the Eastern Conference Finals is going to probably six or seven games. Yeah. So the Lakers are going to have a nice rest. They're going to they're going to sweep the floor with the Nuggets. It's not going to be close, and because they have LeBron James, he's not going to give up a lead, especially two zero. Doesn't matter. He's not Kawhi. He's not Paul George. He doesn't give up three one leads. He comes back for them. He comes back from them. He came back against the Warriors. He comes back from those leads. James. He's the second best player of all time, if not the first, debatably. So, yeah, he's going to the finals this year. The Denver Denver Nuggets, they were a great Cinderella story. Yes. They beat the Clippers, but now they ran into the big dogs. The Lakers, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Alex Caruso, Bro said the they're, big not dogs. Going. Alex Caruso they're not going. They're not going. I mean, Simple as that. I, had, I mean, I had the Lakers in five, regardless. Uh, I just think they don't have an answer for Anthony Davis. I mean, you, you they built, tried to build a little wall against LeBron yesterday. I mean, he was cooking in the first half. But if you're LeBron, you have a player like Anthony Davis who's a superstar. He played like dog shit in the fourth. Who? LeBron. Yeah. I mean, he said in an interview he leaned on Anthony Davis. Um, that's what's so he great. delivered. At, that's what's so great about this Lakers team. Um, LeBron, they were building a wall for us in the past. LeBron has is one of the best passes of all time. going to find an open man. You have Anthony Davis who's a superstar. We've seen him take over games before. Hit a game winner. I just want point out that Anthony Davis in the first two games had 37 and 10 and in the game two had 31 and 9 they don't have anybody a big that can answer that and whenever you know LeBron LeBron's LeBron I mean he's still the best player in the world so um I think Lakers get this in five I just don't I just think that that game winner from Anthony Davis killed the morale of the Denver Nuggets I mean that was that was your shot to win Jokic hit a big shot put him up Anthony Davis hits that shot I just don't know how Denver's gonna respond and like I agree with Joel, LeBron and the Lakers are on a mission this year, and their role players are actually playing really well too. In Game One, they had three role players scoring double figures efficiently, and in the last game, they had four role players scoring double uh, figures efficiently. So I think the Lakers take this in five easily. I say Lakers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to my point. Lakers to six. I think Denver's so gonna just get give two. Them one more game. Yeah, I think Denver's just gonna get two. Look, this is this is why the series is gonna go to five. The Nuggets can't run that high pick and roll that they ran on the Clippers throughout the whole series on the Lakers. The Lakers' defense is phenomenal. You got great defenders in Caldwell yeah. Pope, Danny Green, Alex Caruso. Markeith Morris is is a good defender, LeBron, too. Anthony Davis. And when the Lakers decide to go small, even Rondo's their defense is phenomenal. I forgot about Rondo. Yeah, his defense is always phenomenal. In the playoffs. So 
when they decide to go small, they're even they're probably a little bit better. Dwight Howard there too. Yeah. It's just they got too many guys that are stepping up right now, and I think this series ends in five. And that's me because that's me saying that because I made a bet with multiple people, you me know, too. put some lunch on it that you know the Lakers win in five, and I'm sticking by that. I got fifty dollars on three people right now at work. I just I've seen Denver be resilient, come back from two, three, one. Uh, so they're gonna come back and force to the six. I think they could, I think they <laughs> could steal too. I think they can still too. I think they could. I think they can definitely make it a series. Last game was a great, great, phenomenal game. I think if they fought it, back, I think if it does end in five, it ain't gonna be no pushover. It ain't gonna be a bunch of blowouts. I mm-hmm. think Denver's no, gonna make not. it tough. No, it hasn't been a blowout yet. But I think, yeah, I just gonna push that narrative that they're gonna win in five. So we'll see. I mean, they will. We'll see, man. We'll see. You picked Houston, and you picked Houston to win. So I'm not even entertaining you. Hey, man. The Houston Rockets lost to the eventual NBA champions. It's That's fine. That's your favorite line. It's fine. You know, they they didn't lose to some scrubs. They didn't lose to the Chicago Bulls now. They lost to the Los Angeles oh, Lakers. The Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks have one playoff win in like 20 years. Please stop talking to me. Playoff like, series win. Yeah. Okay. Like 20 playoff years. Win. I'm just making an analysis, though. They're not facing no scrubs. They're not facing Zach Levine. Not facing those He's better than his team. <laughs> He's better than your team. He's better so, than his team. So, okay, we talked about the Western Conference Finals. Now let's talk about the Eastern Conference Finals a little bit. You know, the the Heat are up 2-1 right now. Do you think Boston ties it up, makes it 2-2? I know you picked Boston to win the series, Rev. I know you're not feeling too confident about that pick. I am feeling confident. Not when they were down 2-0. Yes, I was. I was still confident. Did you, you didn't see my tweet? I said they about to knock all four straight. A dead said that. I did, did. did. I don't think it's gonna. I, I said Boston because game two, Boston should have won that game. I, I believe that without a doubt, Boston had that game and then they blew. Game one, keep, they blew it. They, keep, they were everybody up keeps double figures. leads. I don't know what's wrong with anybody, but game two they had it, and I feel like game three really set tone for Boston. I feel like game four they're gonna come back. I got Boston. They're seven. gonna punch them in the mouth, and they're gonna come out and win that game, tied up two two, and then it's gonna get ugly from there. That's it. Boston's going to the finals. Teams blow leads because I think in this modern NBA, anybody can come back because of the three-point shot. Mm-hmm. But I think teams just get too lazy. To talk about that, I think I mean I think it's just great defense sometimes. But is. this is the thing: I I have Boston winning next game. I think they're going to tie the series two-two. But I still have Miami winning the series. Six? I mean, no, I have Miami in seven. seven. I have That's Miami tough. winning the series still. I think. They got guys, they got experience, they got dudes that are that are dogs. I've said it before, but they really got dudes that hustle hard, they fight for loose balls. You know, Jay Crowder is there, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Butler is there, Andre Iguodala. Damn, out of bio. That's the, the Juco team. So, man, look, That's I just, I'm just i picking the Heat because I think their three-point shooting puts them over the top. Um, it's been a close series. You can, you can make an argument that Boston should have been up 2-1 right now because they blew that game two lead. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think that I just don't see Boston beating the Heat. It can happen, but I don't see them. I really like the makeup of this Heat team, and I think they're the best challenger for the Lakers in the finals. You literally didn't just say that. I think Miami Heat would be a better matchup for the Lakers than the Celtics. I could have sworn you just told the guy that you feel like Boston was a better matchup. No, I thought Boston would be more fun. That's what it was. Because okay. there would be more scoring in the Boston and Lakers yeah. series. But in terms of the Miami and Lakers series, I think defensively it's gonna be it's gonna be a great series defensively to watch. It's probably not gonna be that high scoring though, but it'll be a great series to watch. I think I'll be fine with either or. 
to be honest. I think both teams can make it competitive for the Lakers. Miami with their defense, Boston with their multiple scorers. I st- I like I, I agree with you though. Boston's gonna, Boston's if they don't take this game, it's over. I don't believe Miami's gonna blow a three one lead. I don't know about you guys. I don't. I don't yeah, think. I don't think won't. Miami's gonna. I think they're too disciplined. Eric Spoelstra got them too wired in. I don't think Jimmy Butler would allow them to blow a three one lead. Out, they come out every game like they're down in the series. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't think they'll blow a three one. So if, this is a must win for Boston right here. Game four is a must win for Boston, and I think they'll pull it out definitely. I agree. I mean. When we were picking the the playoff winners for the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, I still had Boston seven. Uh, I'm still going to stick with that. I agree with both of you. I think Boston's going to come out and win uh, the next game. I think from there, Miami Heat will take the game after that. Then Boston will take the game after that, and we'll see ourselves in game seven. Now, I said Boston in seven just because I feel like they have they, – they just they just have – more they just have better scores on the roster. You know, they have Jason Tatum, who's who's been playing pretty well. Jalen Brown's been playing okay. Um, Kemba Walker needs to step up. Um, this is the second series in a row where he hasn't performed. And you've got, like, Kemba Walker's that guy that whenever you're Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, those guys aren't performing, you need Kemba Walker to step up and play well. I need to see more out of Kemba, Kemba Walker. Um, but, like I said, I just think if this goes to seven, I just think Boston – I think Boston has a better team on paper. Think I just so? Think, yeah, I do. Personally, I do. I mean, if you look and Miami, yeah, I just think Miami plays Denver. harder, but I definitely think Boston is the more talented team than Miami. I think, so. I think they're. I top mean, if we heavy. go, if we go top, if we go yeah, top to bottom. Top heavy, Boston. Bo- Miami has a better bench, for sure. So you would say Miami's the better team? No, Miami has a better bench, but the starting five, I, I think. Boston oh yeah, has Boston a has a better five. top heavy. I would say so. Miami. You could run eight, nine, ten deep. So. I don't think you could do that to Boston. I mean, if we go to seven, I like I said, I got Boston winning in seven. We were talking about the Nuggets. You were about to say something? No, I was just going to shout out Grant Williams. I like his game. He's a good player. Reminds me of P.J. Tucker a lot. Yeah, he does, right? Yeah, like yeah. same size and all he's that. He's a like, good player. Yeah, I like him now. He's a solid player. Shout super out to him. He might not be the best three-point corner shooter of all time, but it's the corner, super bro. athletic. The shortest. Super athletic. I think he, protect the yeah, he's going to be good, good for them. He's, he's going to be good for them. So we're we were talent. talking about the Nuggets a couple minutes ago. And just to go back on that subject, we're, not, we're going to talk about their star player, not Jokic. We're going to talk about Jamal Murray. So do you think, guys, right now, Jamal Murray is a top five point guard in the NBA? And before you answer that question, that's not including players like Luka or LeBron James. Or James Harden. Why would I include or LeBron? Or James Harden. Well, LeBron's a point guard. He led the league in assists. I asked him that earlier. He just said he's he's a more of a point forward. Because I yeah, see I forward. see Luke as a point forward as well, just like so. I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like I see LeBron. Okay. He said we can have Ben Simmons. He's a point. No, he's actually like yeah, a point like, guard. Like yeah. I consider Ben Simmons a point guard. So do okay. you think Jamal Murray is a top five point guard? Hell no. Hell no. I don't think so either. It's not. No. I, I think what people do is they they fall in love with the moment. And the yeah. moment is right now Jamal Murray is on fire. But if we really had to run down the list of point guards, he's not close to the top five. Like it's not even close at all. I mean – I see you're disagreeing, so I want to hear what I want to hear. Let's. I want to hear your top five list first. Let's. Well, let's run down the list. He will never be better than Steph Curry. Well, just just put your down your five. You don't have to be disrespectful to Jamal Murray now. Disrespectful, a, real, a, real, a realist. Okay, uh, it's gonna take him years to be better than Steph Curry. So that's the one. He's not better than Dame. No, he's not better than Kyrie. Hell no. He's not better than Westbrook. Absolutely not. He's not better than Chris Paul. I don't think he's better than Kyle Lowry. That's just me. You think I, he's better than Trey Young. 
No, he's not better than Trey Young. So what? He, I don't think. I don't I think. Aside, I don't think he's that much better. Than, I think him and Ben Simmons are a debate. So <laughs> if you really, because what offense? No. Yeah, Jamal got it. Yeah. What about the other side? Distributing the ball, Ben Simmons got it. Defensively, Ben Simmons made an all defensive first. Even game. finishing, Ben Simmons has it. Just as a shooter, yeah, he's Jamal got moment, it. But he's he's balling out. Jamal's not even yeah. a point guard on his team. It's the Joker. Let's be <laughs> realistic. Like, come on. Am I missing any point guards? I'm not. Uh, no, that's that would be. Nah, he's about, better than Kemba. That's debatable it, too. Legit. That's about so eight before, point guards. So off. before the season started John this Moran year, might be better. Than wow. Be so before the series, so before the season started. This is what Bleach Report had ranked above Jamal Murray, right? These are the top 10 point guards. Bleach Report, you said? Yeah. Okay. Trey Young, Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul, De'Aaron Fox, Kemba Walker, Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, Dame, and Steph. They had Fox? Really? Yeah, they had Fox. Fox. Is tough. He was tough. But listen, I'm going gonna, gonna to say this right now. After this series and after what we've seen in the playoffs, he is easily... A top five player, and it's no player? debate. He's no about top player. five point guard, oh, and it's no so debate. The only player I have over him is Steph, Dame, Kyrie, and Chris Paul is a toss-up. But I have Jamal Murray at that fourth or fifth spot, and I'll tell you why. See, Riv, what is something that you love to use the most when you like evaluating players? Oh, the playoffs, playoffs, playoffs matter. I want to see what he does in the playoffs. Whenever Harden scores 35 in the season, I want to see what he does in the playoffs. Well, Jamal Murray scored 18 points per game. He's been scoring that for the last two years. And in the playoffs, he stepped up. Last year had 21. He had 21 last year, four rebounds, five assists, shooting 43% from the field and 34% from three. Not amazing, but then he said, "Look, I need to get, I need to work on my game. Mm-hmm. I need to get back in the gym. I need to become a better shooter." And now this year in the playoffs, he's averaging twenty-seven, five, six assists, fifty-one percent from the field, and fifty percent from three. It's tough. So I would put Westbrook over him, but Westbrook cannot shoot right now. If I if I'm on the team, then I'm picking Jamal Murray over Westbrook. I think Westbrook, I think Jamal Murray adds more value than Westbrook right now Stop because talking. he can stretch real, 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 the floor. Real, 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 real. Stop talking. So you mean to tell me if you have a team and you need to get that team to the playoffs and that guy has to run the offense, no, you're taking Jamal Murray. He doesn't have the Joker. This is not Denver. You're taking Jamal Murray over Russell Westbrook. I'm taking Jamal Murray all day. How? What is he showing you that he can run his own team? He hasn't even done this for. He's shown me. He's shown me coming back from 14 against the Clippers, leading those comebacks, leading the comebacks against the Utah Jazz in the playoffs. I thought the Joker led the comebacks, leading those comebacks against the Utah Jazz. He was. He had two 50 point games in 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 a series. So did Donovan Mitchell. Okay, yeah, I love Donovan Mitchell, but you're talking about point guards right now. Donovan is not a point guard. <laughs> Jamal Murray had two 50-point games. James Harden has not even had one in the playoffs, and Jamal Murray had two in the series. So, okay, so so where, where his rank was what on that five, list? Five. Five. No, on that list, on that list right there. What do you mean? What list? Like, like the list you just named me, all the Number point guards five, that were ahead of him. He, well, before the season, he yeah, was like before. 14th. And you 13th. mean to tell me he jumped to five because of a – because of playoff a, series. Because no, of the wait, wait, team listen, that wait, you picked to go talk, to the NBA Finals. Can I talk? <laughs> can I talk? So he jumped to five because he had a pedestrian regular season and then capped it off. Pedestrian? 18? Isn't that, that Kyle Lowry numbers? I mean, Kyle Lowry. We yeah, know Kyle Lowry does impact. way more. We know Kyle Lowry right. does way more. Jamal Murray does way more, too, man. Jamal not Murray defense. is His gravity even, is crazy. He's not even the... Uh, gravity? His gravity is crazy. I say that when I'm talking about Steph Curry. <laughs> talking about, we're talking about gravity with a guy who plays with a bunch of shooters. And now he's better than Kemba, too. 
Uh-uh. He is better than Kemba. So far Let's in his postseason, he is. Let's just be honest. In the postseason, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. And if you're talking about the postseason, like who's he's yeah, obviously. But, but that's when it matters, right? Yeah, to you, that's when it matters. Walking, if we're walking into a regular, if we're, if we're walking in next year into a regular season, and all you have to tell me is Jamal Murray is better than this guy because he played two playoff series this this great, and another guy has a whole career where he showed you he's been that dominant. I'm gonna look at you and I'm gonna laugh in your face because there is no way in hell. That Westbrook has done this much in his career, and then you took two playoff series and said, "Okay, this guy is better than him." Four. That's ridiculous. Four, four. You yeah. didn't say West, you didn't say he was better in Westbrook last year, so cut it no, out. No, I didn't. Four. But I, I, from the sample size in the playoffs, I think but, he's but you, trending towards that direction. Westbrook is going to fall off. Let's just be honest. He relies on athleticism. He can't shoot. He's not built to win on teams. Jamal Murray is built to win. How Westbrook, look, I'm not, I'm not debating that Westbrook is not a better. All he has a player. better, he has a better resume. Of course, Westbrook is probably going to go down as a better player, maybe depending on the leaps Jamal Murray takes. What leaps, he's gonna, he's gonna take a leap, man. Yo, you'll, you'll see. But look, he doesn't play. Russell, he's talking of all time, Russell Westbrook. He yeah. obviously has a better track record and resume. But I'm talking about starting the team today, next year. I'm taking Jamal Murray over, well, yeah, over Westbrook. No like debate. 32. I'm taking yeah, but we talking about right now who's a top five point guard right now? Jamal Murray is a top five People point guard. What happened before you're the taking, bubble? You're taking a 36 year old Kyle Lowry over Jamal Murray right now to start a team. I wouldn't take a 36 year old. That's just ridiculous. That's not the so question. you're taking Jamal Murray. I'm saying you're, who's a better basketball player right now? Jamal Murray. Okay, let I don't even want to do that. It's. Uh, people before oh, you say I anything. The, wait, I hate the bubble. No other player outside of Stephen Curry, Dame, Kyrie, and Westbrook have ever averaged twenty-seven points per game throughout a whole playoffs. Okay. Those are what? Those are one, two, three. Th- those are four players. Those aren't five. So Jamal Murray, he did average twenty-seven five right so that's there. A, that's that's a, why he's wait, top five. Wait, wait. So that's he's a, top five. Wait, wait, wait. So that's a easily. Knock. Wait, wait. So because you don't average twenty-seven points in a series, that's a knock to your game. No, twenty-seven points throughout the playoffs. That's a knock to your game. So I'm that's not a saying knock that's to Chris Paul. No, that's, that's not a knock to Chris Paul. You, you didn't name love, Chris Paul. No, yeah, because he didn't do that ever. But you I think Chris still, Paul is better than him right now, right? I think Chris Paul because of his leadership. Yes, but I still. So why isn't Kyle Lowry better than him? Because Kyle Lowry isn't Chris Paul. No, I'm talking about why isn't Kyle Lowry better than uh, Jamal Murray? His leadership is... He's not Chris Paul leadership. He's not, but he's, he's, he's not just floor as high general as... Leader. He's, not, he's, not floor, he's not a floor general like Chris Paul. He's not, but he's, 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 he's a, a better floor general than Jamal Murray. He's a better defender than Jamal Murray. So what? it's like we forget... It's like people forget... It's like this is why I hate... This is one of the reasons why I hate the bubble. People forget... Like It's like this is AAU basketball. People are walking into gyms, nobody's watching them, and they're just hooping. And it's fun, it's interesting, everybody likes that, it's cool. Jamal Murray is a very, he has potential. What is he, like 24, 23? Hey, nice, this is AAU basketball, but Kemba hasn't been hooping. 23. Okay. Um, He's what, 23? Yeah. Okay, so he's a, he's a, he's a he's probably like 20, well, it doesn't matter. He's a great, he has great potential. But people forget, like, it's like, and you even tweeted this yourself, this is why you're such a hypocrite. You tweeted Russell Westbrook looks injured when he was playing in the series. You tweeted that. That's something you tweeted. <laughs> I said he looks hurt. Injured, hurt. Okay. You tweeted that. And it's like people forget what Russell Westbrook was doing pre-bubble. It's like people just... Three first-round exits? You really want to go down that road? You, you Russell really, Westbrook. Wait, wait. You said Russell Westbrook. this was the best season Westbrook's had. What was it, 27? No, what, what? was, was his, his most oh, okay. efficient year. And he shot forty-seven percent from the field. That's bad. 
That's you said it wasn't okay. that. That's your most efficient ever. It's good, solid. For a if guy you shoot twenty six percent from three, for a guy who he's not attacks a shooter. the basket he's as a, a finisher, forty seven percent is bad for. Yo, a why playoff? is he better than Trey Young? Why why is Jamal Murray better than Trey Young? Trey Young has not even been on a big stage like the playoffs yet. The I bubble, the, wait, the Jamal, bubble isn't a big stage. Young wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's the playoffs. Yes, you got millions of people watching at home. It's not the bubble. Is not the big stage. It is a big stage. He's in the Western Conference Finals. You think he's better than Trey Young? Who? Jamal? Absolutely. No. Yes, why, no. Is. Why is he better than Trey Young? What does he do better? He does nothing better than Trey Young. He Man, doesn't shoot I don't better think, than him? I don't think Trey Young will ever shoot 50% from the three in a playoff series it's in his seven career. games. I bet ever. you. I guarantee. I bet ever. you he will. I bet you he will shoot Well, let's see if he gets to the playoffs first. He hasn't we'll been there. We'll he, he, hasn't he hasn't been there. He hasn't been there. What does he do better than him? He don't pass better than him. In my opinion, Trey Young doesn't play better than him. Trey Young doesn't play winning basketball, man. He's not a winner in my team. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. If you put Jamal Murray at Atlanta, what are they doing? They're not doing anything. They playoffs. No, they won't. Yeah, they he's trolling. Yo, this guy Stop, is crazy. Trolling. Isn't Clint Capella there? They will definitely make it. You know what's crazy? No doubt about it. You know what's crazy? We had a, we had a segment. Our fans can go back and watch. You were calling Trey Young the real deal. He's a he's, in that he's, segment. He's, no, he is a real deal. But so, I think Jamal Murray's a real deal too. Bro just Up said, until now, Bro just said they had Clint Capella. I've never ever disrespected. So who had a better season this year, Trey Young or Jamal or Jamal Murray? Well, obviously Trey Young regular season. Yeah, of course. Trey Young is better than him. But he's a he's he's kind of like the Westbrook effect, the stat pattern. He's just stat pattern on the. When I called him a stat pattern, you called me an idiot on that same show. On that same show. How's he a You're stat trolling. Pattern? He's trolling. Bro, he's, he's, trolling. he's on a bad team putting he, up great numbers. He what, didn't say that what, when we What, what yo, great player who, doesn't put up great numbers on a bad team, bro? Come yo, he copied so, 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 everything so, so, I just said. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. So then he's better than Devin Booker. Jamal Murray's who? better than Devin Booker. Gee, that's a debate, man. But we're talking about At least you're saying it's a debate. So you think he's just better than Trey Young? Flat out better than He's winning, man. He's winning. He has a better team. He's winning. He's not even the best player on his team. He's winning. He's this he's guy, one bro. B. This bro, you guy. know he. You, I want this you. Guy. He's one B. JC, when this, this is guy. over, go to that same segment and look at everything I said, and then watch and then watch this one again. You want to know what's the difference for me? When you're a great regular season scorer, it shows me how great of a scorer you are when you're not game planned for. In the playoffs, what? in the what playoffs, did you just say? in the playoffs, coaches game plan for you. Their whole they don't game plan for whole, Jamal Murray. Yes, they do. No, what? They don't. Now they do. You're ridiculous. Now. Before playoffs, they game nobody, plan. nobody walked in and said we're going to stop Jamal Murray. No, it's a stop Joker. Yeah, what are you talking about? They definitely game plan for him. Bro. Now they're the game planning for him because he's on fire. Yeah, but pre first of all, can Jamal Murray? Can Jamal Murray have a season where he averages better than 18 points per game? Then we can have this conversation. <laughs> well, next year, he hasn't done this for a season yet. <laughs> Look, in the playoffs, he's averaging 27. What has all of those players? Name he done in the playoffs? Nothing. What do you mean? They haven't Nothing. Got there. They have. Devin Booker wasn't wilding in the bubble though. Went eight and zero. He didn't do that. No, he wasn't I, cooking. I, I never said. I'm, we're talking about point guards, bro. Oh, all right. Because Devin Booker's a shooting Because he guard. said he said those stats are meaningless. Those plays that fill up the stats are meaningless. So I'm I have saying, a so he's better than Devin Booker. Then I have a question. I have a question. That's crazy. How many points we're talking about point guards. How many points did he average in the playoffs eight. last year? Who? Jamal Murray, twenty one. Each year he's elevated Young can't his go, game. Trey Young can't go to Why the playoffs and average 21. Well, he's got to get there first. <laughs> he's got to get there first. Wait, tell, him to build a, tell him to build a better team around him Hold first. He can get there. I'm tell I'm him confused. to do that. Hold well, on, tell him to play winning basketball. Tell him to play winning basketball. You said he gets better every year, right? What did he average last year in the regular season? 18. What did he average this year in the regular season? 18 point something. 19. Where's the... I want people to stop doing this. Stop making this seem... pretty hurt Stop, 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 stop. Stop making it seem like... The bubble is the same thing as playing in front of a packed crowd it's on not, a road bro. game. It's not the same thing. Last Stop year it. he was playing in front of a crowd and was playing really good in the playoffs. He was. I didn't say he wasn't. Oh, but so he's shown he could do it. You said he averaged not 21 points. Not to this points. level, though. 
21 points, that's good in the playoffs. Not to this level. Your game. Not that's to good, this level. But let's, but let's not, let's stop acting like the bubble is the same as playing in front of a packed arena and a road game. It's not the same thing. Oh, they're playing the in front of moms and kids. That is not the same thing. They're playing in front of Disney. They're playing in front of Disney employees. That's not the same. They're playing in front of people on their phones and their iPads and their computers watching. That is them. a dumbest argument ever. You want to know why? Because if we're gonna, if we're gonna really criticize Jamal matters, Murray, bro. if we're gonna, I know it does. If we're gonna say Jamal Murray, oh yeah, these numbers are skewed because if it's the bubble, then let's do that for every single player. So we do that for every single player. So what happened to Paul George? Why wasn't he good in the bubble in, at, in an atmosphere like that? What happened to You literally Kawhi? just told us he was depressed. No, I'm saying what happened to these guys? What happened to Lou Will? What happened to all these guys? You literally just told us he was depressed. Paul you, George? You, yeah, you just told us that. No, I said he was going through some things, but you're... Mental that was, issues. You yeah, said but mental that's issues. not my argument. That's your argument that you're trying to make. No, that's no, 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 no. I said you need to stop making it seem like... The bubble is this. You, you you act like the bubble is like Oracle Arena on a game five. Like it's not. They're not bro. playing in Oracle. Arena. I'm just saying you're making it seem like this is some. This is the grandest stage of it all. Like no, bro. They're playing in front of in the moms and daughters. They're bro. playing in front of millions of people at home watching. It's not the same as playing in front of thousands and thousands in the arena. So and how? The so how would he play? So how would he play in his home court? He would probably play way better. We don't than know that. Per game. We don't know that. He put all right. Up so you're so year. you're making an argument. You saw something that you don't know. It's a hypothetical. You're just saying a hypothetical. You don't even know. Huh? You're just saying a hypothetical. No, all I said was stop making it seem like the bubble is the same thing as playing in a in the real No, club. I never said you the did. bubble you was did. the same you thing. The the but obviously Jamal that. Jamal Murray has shown that he can get it done in the playoffs so, so last year, so even playing on the road. So what's, he lost so last so year. Wait, about, so against Portland. So what's your pre- so what's Portland your, wasn't a great team. They were a good team. Talking about what's, they your, were a great team. what's your season prediction then for Jamal Murray next year, coming next up this year, stellar bubble? Like, what do you think? 24, 25 points per That's game. still not better than what Trey Young averaged. He won't put up 24 points Just a because game, a player bro. averages more points doesn't mean he's With better. With a terrible roster. He won't put up 24 points. He was getting eight assists with somebody just because, with terrible rosters. Just because a player averages upon rookies, bro. Just because a player averages more points doesn't mean he's better. He's a franchise player. Who's a franchise player? Trey Young. I think so. He's not better than Jamal Trae Murray, Young's though. Franchise Jamal Murray is a guy who Jamal led a Murray's franchise not the, Jamal pass Murray's two not the franchise teams, of the, of the, of the Nuggets. It's, it's Nikola Jokic. It's Nikola and Jamal Murray. No, Jamal no, Murray it's led by Nikola. Jamal Murray and Nikola are untouchables for Denver. And Trey Young's an untouchable, too. Okay, but, but he's, he's, Jamal he's, he's the one, on he's that one A. He's the one. He's that franchise. Jamal I mean, he's Murray, the 1A. Jamal Murray if he was on Denver on his team, bro. If Trey Young was on Denver, he'd be the second best. You said 47% was bad? You said 47% was bad? From the field, you know Jamal Murray shot forty four, right? In the regular season, yeah, and then forty five. The no, 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 wait, 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 wait. You said forty seven was bad for Westbrook. Wait, don't you don't wait, 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 you listen. hold the playoffs to a higher I'm standard? I'm talking about what you said though. I'm talking just what you said was regular season Westbrook. He shot forty seven percent. You said that wasn't good. That's what you said, right? Riv, show me the EFG. He didn't ask for the EFG yeah. with Westbrook. Yeah. No, that's what you said. Just go. No, because well, wait, because that, that Westbrook's forty seven percent. Answer the question. Is that what you said? What, what did I say? Did you say Westbrook's 47% in the regular season is not that good? That's what you said, right? It isn't. Okay. That's his best. Jamal his Murray shot 46, 44, and then 45. You know that a 40... Just, you, I'm just telling no, you what he's... That's, yeah, I'm but just telling you, know, you that's what You know was. that 47% from the field is not better than a 44% from the field if that player is taking more threes. Jamal Murray's taking more threes. Look at the EFG. Look at the true shooting percentage. I'm just telling you. I guarantee I'm, I'm just, you. All right, but you, you're you skewing said. it to your favor. No, I'm that's, not. That's what yeah, you no. said. You didn't, show me, not, you show didn't me the, say. Show me the EFG. Show me the EFG. No, because you didn't say. Show me the true no, no, shooting no, no, percentage. No, 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 no. You didn't say. Oh, you don't want to show me because you know Jamal Murray's going to win. I have no problem, but you didn't say. You didn't say. 
oh, Westbrook shooting 47% from the field. That's not that bad. But let's check his EFG to see if that's any better. You didn't say that. You didn't bring up EFG one time. You just kept it at field goal percentage. So I'm going to do what you did. I'm keeping it at field goal percentage because that's what you did. Don't try no, to flip it to EFG after you field said. Field goal percentage, there's different there's it is, differences but you, to but it. But you said, I quote. But you're just Westbrook's, admitting that there's difference to it, right? But there's you, differences it to is, it. You, you even just told us they're different. But yet you said, Westbrook's 47% is not that bad. Even though you said after check EFG. You didn't say that for Westbrook. Well, you I didn't give him that, that argument. Bad. But you, you didn't mean? give Westbrook that fair share of argument to look at his EFG. Because his EFG is bad. You want to see what's it? Bad? What's, wait, what's bad for EFG? What's bad? Below 50%. He shoots 26% from three. He can't shoot. His free throw shooting has dipped since for, forever. He's been dipping every so year. So aside from shooting, what does Jamal Murray do better than him? Nothing. Spaces the floor better. Man, he just, not, not, he doesn't oh, make, bro, what does that he mean? Doesn't, he doesn't wait, make, wait, 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 wait. He what doesn't make mean, horrible bro? decisions like Westbrook wait, 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 with the wait, wait, ball. Wait, wait, stop. What is spacing that floor? Wait, 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 bro, stop, stop, stop. Jamal Murray has it all. What does spacing, what does that mean, spacing? What do you mean? So Duncan Robinson's better than Westbrook because he can space the floor? No, Duncan Robinson isn't Jamal Murray, though. You said that like that was some, oh, Jesus. So what else he does better? No, but that that's a dumbass argument. So no, you, just said, you said he because he spaces the floor better. No, you asked me what does he do better, and I named you something he does better. He spaces the he floor better. He doesn't make he dumb doesn't turnovers? Make, no, yeah, he doesn't make bad mistakes. He takes care of the ball. Okay, what else? I haven't heard of, I haven't heard of like, what else? I mean... Off You're the struggling. ball, they're probably You're struggling. the same defender. You're struggling. Oh, no, Westbrook's not a good defender. He gets what? lost He's a better off the defender ball than Jamal Murray. Right, nah, right, yeah. He's really. one of the best off-ball defenders at his, at his position, bro. Westbrook? Yes. You bro, don't what, watch How many basketball. times has he led the league in steals? What are you talking Westbrook's about? Westbrook's led the league in steals? Yes. Search that up. I don't think you watch Westbrook, bro. <laughs> he just had two steals this year. You said he led the league. I said he's led the league before in steals. Search that up. All right, he's had two. All right, search it. I see three seasons where he had two nah, steals. He led the league in uh, what is he talking twice. about? In assists. No, you said steals. Though. Yeah, he check, led the steals, steals. check steals. No steals. No steals. He's been the so, MVP, though. So two steals isn't good? Three times in your career? That's but good. you said he's led the league but in like, steals. It, how, but like, <laughs> that's not, I never said it wasn't good, but you I mean, said he's led the league in right, steals. So, so what, 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 when, what did he finish in these two years? 2.1 and 2.0. What did he finish in the but league? But that doesn't mean he's a great off-ball defender. I watch Westbrook play, bro. He gets lost So Jamal Murray's a good off-ball defender, too? Better than Westbrook. And you watch Jamal Murray all year like you do Westbrook. No. I mean, I watch cap, Jamal Murray cap, way more. Put that cap on. And I, I watch I watch Westbrook, too, though. Because I watch the Rockets, and I watch him cost Rockets the games. You I'm can't not denying that. I'm not denying, he, defense, I'm not denying right? he didn't cost them games. I'm not denying cost that. Cost them a lot of games. If Mo Murray was there, they'd go to the championship. No, they wouldn't. You can't tell me Westbrook doesn't play good D when he wants to, though. When does he want to? He's done it before. Haven't seen it. God. When has he played great defense on an opposing point guard? He when got lit Jamal up by Mur- Dame. When has Jamal Murray played great defense on an opposing point guard? Jamal His Murray didn't even guard Dame. He didn't even guard Dame. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> At least Westbrook took the challenge for a little bit. Jamal doesn't. He didn't guard Dame. We didn't get that to Gary Harris though. He's a better defender, smarter, smarter coach. You know? Yeah, but like come it's on, bro. He act like, yeah, he act like Jamal Murray goes up and guards. Like it's not like he took the challenge of guarding Donovan Mitchell. Sometimes no. a player no, can. No, sometimes a player can be better, even if. Maybe the things he doesn't do all around are better. Stephen Curry is by far better than Westbrook, but if you go down a list of things, Westbrook is a better absolutely. High passer, but Jamal Murray is by right? but Jamal Murray is by nowhere. Don't you ever in your life and put his name and then speak about no, Steph but Curry. they're no, but I'm yeah, saying but, okay, Jamal no, Murray get, is better than argument, Westbrook right now. That argument doesn't fit Jamal, Jamal Murray is better than Westbrook right now. I'll take Jamal Murray over Westbrook. You're a no, Knicks no fan. debate. Of course you. No would. debate. I love Jamal Murray on the Knicks. He'll come to the Knicks. We make the playoffs easy. 
How? We'll with just him? Never with showed just him? Just him. I guarantee you make a Westbrook just before him. him. Nah, he's crazy. We've seen Westbrook do it. We haven't seen Jamal Murray. I've, I've seen Westbrook, bad I've seen, I've seen Westbrook said, get eliminated three times in a row you, in the you, first you round. You said that. There, you, and Harden had to you're, save you're, him. You're the same person that said that the OKC, Oklahoma City Thunder constructed a terrible team with no shooters around Westbrook as MVP. Until, and he still got him to the sixth until, seed. Still got him there. Until, Away. until I saw the roster he was with in Houston when he had spacing and wasn't able to capitalize because Westbrook's biggest strength is pick and roll. He wasn't able to do that, which he was able to do with Steven Adams, and he was in OKC, and that's his most effective, and he's not even that good at that. Did he MVP, did, did, yeah, did, probably the most overrated MVP of all time. That's not what you were saying. Yeah, you flip-flop a lot. Probably most overrated MVP of all time. Still better than Jamal Murray. It's Jamal Murray will never touch an MVP. I don't even it's know why you I put bread on it. He will never touch an MVP. I don't even know why MVP. you acknowledge that comment, bro. He's, he's better than Westbrook right now. Right now, Jamal Murray's better than Westbrook. Jamal Murray's a top-five point guard. No debate. It's not even a debate. Yo, yo, just just back on the steals. Stephen Curry had 2.1. Westbrook finished second with 2.0. I know that's not leading the league in steals, but come on, bro. Like, that doesn't wild, mean man. you're a great off-ball defender, though. It means you're doing something. Yeah, it does. I could look here and see if Jamal Murray's in the top 10. He averaged one. I looked it up. Last year, 0.6. Did you look up the EFG, too? Oh, yeah. Good Westbrook's EFG is 49.4. For what? If efficiency for this year, this year, 40, that's which not is, bad. Which I don't is see highest, that as bad. Which is his highest. I think it's bad for a player who takes all the shots at the basket against big men, though. Nah, against he doesn't big take all the shots the, at the, the basket. Four, he four, takes a lot of threes. He can't shoot. But he takes is, a lot of threes. Does he really? Four, How many attempts did he, he take? only take two? He only took two a game this year. How many in the playoffs? He was shooting that thing. Yeah, and he <laughs> How many? Attempts, how many attempts did he take in the regular season? How many mid-range jump shots does he take? Oh, that's 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 his game. mid-range and attacking the basket. That's a jump shot. He can't shoot from anywhere. You said how many three-point attempts did he have? Yeah. He took uh, four, and then the year before he took six, and then one year he took seven. So he took four? This how year many he made, took like, four. zero? It was probably, like, zero point something. <laughs> one. And then last year he took he took six, and he made one. Look at Jamal Murray's AFG. It's probably mad high. What did he shoot from, what did he shoot from the three-point line? Jamal, who, Westbrook Jamal or Jamal? Murray, Jamal Murray. Might be above 37%, maybe 36%, somewhere around Jamal's there. Jamal's this year was uh, 51 Oh my God! It's so high. And then the year before was fifty, and then the year before was fifty-three, and then one year forty-eight. Wow! wow. Damn, fifty-one. Yeah, that was bad. What's his three-point percentage this year? Or in, this year, thirty-four <laughs> percent from the three? Yeah, he was dealing with a with yeah. a. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why his regular season yeah, numbers weren't great. He was dealing yeah, nah, with a wrist injury. Nah, what about last year? Uh, Last year was thirty six point seven. Oh my 37. God, he's a, yo, he's a, yo, he's a, I know right now he's shooting fifty percent. He's a rookie year thirty three. Nah, he's a sniper. He's a sniper. His second year thirty seven. He's been showing he's a sniper. He's a sniper. He's been showing he's a sniper. And he's I mean, like he eliminated your five, championship five, favorite five Clippers. Times. He eliminated your championship favorite. Him Clippers. and Jokic, not just. He's just he's like like just not acknowledging that the no, Joker plays No, I mean I love Jokic. You said Joker can easily be taken out of game. That did not happen. I know. You also said the Rockets will go to the chip, and that didn't. I mean, they lost to the eventual champions. I'm fine with that, man. They lost in the second round. They lost. To the champions, they're gonna they, be the they Lakers. Lost in five. Lakers yeah, gonna they, be the they, champions. They lose in five. They lost in five. Nuggets are gonna lose in five too. Doesn't I matter. never picked them to win the chip or anything like that. The Lakers gonna win the chip though, man. Hopefully, you losing, man. you losing to the LeBron. champions. If you're losing to the champions, I'll give you a pass. I'll give the Rockets a pass, man. They losing to yeah, the champions. Yeah, but that's you. That's why you're you're, you're fans of losers because you give people passes. <laughs> oh like, so I got this Knicks jacket on. We're gonna talk about the Knicks real quick. So, the All NBA rookie team. I guess it was it was Ja, it was Zion, Brandon Clark. Um, who else was on the rookie Eric team? Pascal. 
Eric Pascal. And uh, Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark. I think I named him. There oh. was probably like a fifth one. Oh. I forgot who. Oh, Rui. Hachimura. Hachimura, yeah. Terrence okay. Davis was there. Trash. He's not trash, uh, but he didn't deserve <laughs> PJ that. PJ Washington. Kobe he's White. Solid. He doesn't suck. PJ Washington doesn't suck. I didn't suck. say I said he's so solid. this oh. is the question. PJ sucks. Was no. R.J. Barrett snubbed from the all-rookie team? Yes. Yes. Yeah, bro. definitely snubbed. <laughs> Uh, just want to throw out his stats. He averaged 14 points, five rebounds, three assists, and a steal. He ranked third amongst rookies in scoring, fourth in rebounding, fourth in steals. And let's just be honest. Terrence Davis isn't a better player than R.J. Barrett. Let's just keep it a thou. He's not better than R.J. Barrett. So that's one player spot that I think he can take. Just because you're not better than somebody doesn't mean you shouldn't. But he had better numbers across the board. That's true. I mean, he did have more opportunity for it, but. Come on, if Terrence Davis is on the Knicks, he's not doing He's not averaging four. Listen, I'm not bro. just saying this because I'm a Knicks fan, but he I'm saying snubbed. this he as he somebody snubbed. who looks at the game and critiques it <laughs> in a great manner. Barely. This is what I'm going to say. The media is out to get the Knicks. The media is out to get R.J. Barrett. His team's they, performance didn't help either. In the media, uh, the Knicks, in the, in the media, the Knicks are viewed as a – in the media, team. the Knicks are hated, so they always want to make some narratives about them. So this is what they made, R.J. Barrett being snubbed. Look, R.J. Barrett finished top six in points, steals, rebounds, and assists. He averaged 14-5-3, like J.C. said. And analytically, he had the worst space team in the NBA, the New York Knicks. He didn't help that with process Julius, either. With Julius Randle, okay, but his game is a slash. You got to fit your third overall you picks game. Yo, Joel, you got to fit yo, your yo, over, third ask, overall picks let me game. Let ask you a question. So, you don't, so you, you're on board with what I said about like the Knicks losing is the reason why he got snubbed, right? I don't even think wrong. it's that because, because like besides because winning, the what, Hornets what, lost. Besides winning, what has Terrence Davis done that's better this, than RJ this Barrett? Is, this that you're right about that. And you know what I mean? Thing. Say that again. Besides winning, what what can you argue? Terrence can you Davis is better can you name me a can you name me a rookie that had a game winner? I can name you that RJ Barrett had a game winner. Okay, he was rookie of the year. RJ Barrett against PJ Tucker, one of the best defenders in the he NBA. Laid him. He laid him. Had a game winner at the Garden. R.J. Oh, Barrett, yeah, yeah. He laid him. I know I can name a rookie that got the game winner on R.J. Barrett, Jason like Tatum, Irving. Oh, that too, Jason Tatum. Don't the turn players around. that <laughs> made the rookie team. This is absurd to me. Terrence Davis, no way, bro. No, yeah, who averages no eight points? Terrence Davis, are you serious? I agree. P.J. Washington, who had like one good month, was was got PJ. the rookie team over R.J. Barrett, and then Kobe White, who had just the, whoa, he had whoa, he had whoa, a couple whoa, stretches whoa, whoa, of whoa, great three point shooting whoa, games, whoa, 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 but he's not whoa, a better whoa. player than R.J. Barrett. He's he not but seven he's, threes and a half. He's not, but I, I'm on board with you with the P.J. Washington and Terrence Davis. I mean, uh, he gave you seven threes and a half. I want you to remember that for the rest. None of, life. of these players, Terrence Davis, P.J. Washington, or Kobe White, none of them averaged more points than R.J. Barrett, and they all played around the same minutes. Okay, but wait. True. Because not all of them got the same opportunity at the like start Terrence of the season. Didn't get the same Kobe White was coming off the bench for Thomas Sanaransky. PJ Washington was barely playing. RJ Barrett from the start to finish played. Did you see the, the Knicks game? Marcus Morris jocks. So does Julius Randle. Okay, okay, but you're making it seem like all these guys had the same opportunity. RJ Barrett, I can argue that his opportunity wasn't that great because Marcus he Morris from day one. Marcus Morris was jocking. Julius Randle was jocking. They had there was they different even, jocking. He man. wasn't even the third scoring option on that team when the Marcus Morris was there. Marcus Morris made his score. And at least at least those players, those players, PJ Washington, he can rely on Devontae Graham. He can rely on Terry Rozier. He didn't Rozier. know he would be able to rely, rely okay, on Devontae Okay, but he can Graham. rely on nice. he can rely on Terry Rozier. They can create, they can play make. They're they're pretty solid Terrence point Davis guards slash guards. Terrence Davis could come in the game and Terrence nobody's Davis gonna care getting, about him. Terrence Davis is getting open, open shots. I'm on board with you guys. I think he got snubbed. Kobe White, snubbed, Zach Levine, Zach Levine, great player. Knicks, who can create that shot? R.J. Barrett was drafted Zach to Levine the Knicks. Doesn't pass the ball. 
RJ Barrett was drafted onto the Knicks with the sole responsibility of being that best player. And that was unfair to him. And that's why his efficiency numbers look a little jaded. And that's probably why he didn't make the rookie team because the media members only saw the efficiency numbers, but they got to take into account his surrounding parts. The Knicks were the worst space team in the league. There is no reason why R.J. Barrett should have been snubbed from the NBA rookie team. It's just, no way. But I agree. I like it, though, because R.J. Barrett is a motivated guy. So he sees this. He's going to work hard in the gym. He's already been working with Tom Thibodeau. He's going to come back better next year, and I guarantee he'll average 18 points per game. I say, Minimum. I say 18 to 20. I, feel I agree with you. I, agree. I think he should have been on the team. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I think he definitely should have been on the team yeah. over Terrence Davis. I don't think the people are out to get the Knicks, bro. Like, that's something you got to get out your head. People aren't out to get the Knicks. That's crazy how winning just... You guys just suck. Winning winning deteriorates and just... It's nah. Just We're going to talk about the Knicks right now. And it's the last topic of the show. Should the Knicks pay Fred Van Vliet $22 million a year? It's been in the media. The Knicks need a point guard. They need a floor spacer. You love the bubble, right? Did you watch him play? Fancy. Yeah, I, I watched him play. It was pretty good. Fred Van he shot forty percent from the field. He was pretty good. Where he shot eighteen points per game in a. Uh, I'm talking about against Boston. I mean, he averaged twenty points per game in the playoffs. Shot thirty nine percent from three. I'm talking about against just strictly against Boston. Did you see him? Do you have those Boston numbers? I think he was pretty good against Boston. Played good little, defense. Looked a little troubling. I mean, I thought he was pretty good against. I think Boston. you guys should pay him. You need, you need something. At this point, you just need a guy who can come in, who can score, who's a team player, and Fred Van Vliet is that guy. He's going to be a dog on every night. He's going to give you that scoring. He's going to play D. And at this point, you just you need something. Like You just need something to bring it to the garden. And I think Fred Van Vliet would be a good pickup. $22 million, though, is crazy. That's just crazy. With you- the salary cap now... I wouldn't mind. You would pay Fred Van Vliet $22 million? Kyle Lowry's getting 30. Michael Conley's getting, like, what, 34? Michael oh Conley got God, paid, Michael but Michael Conley got paid off for different circumstances. You can't compare a couple years ago to now. Kyle, Lowry gets, Kyle Lowry's better than Fred Van Vliet. So, he gets paid. He doesn't get paid 22. He's, I like, think, 18. I think they're yeah, – Kyle Lowry is better, but I don't think it's a huge drop-off going like into the future. Margin? No, I think it's, like, close. Well, Kyle Lowry's old now. He's getting older. Um, Kyle Lowry gets paid, like, 18, though. I wouldn't pay him. I wouldn't pay Fred Van. Kyle Lowry gets paid eighteen. I thought he got paid thirty mil. It was a one year deal, thirty two, mil. I think you're right. Wait, him a one year thirty? Yeah, he's only one year deal. Oh yeah, that's disgusting. Um, so yeah, so you're on board with this with them? I'm not I, I because the only player to get would be Goran Dragic, who's thirty six years old. Um, another player, DJ what? DJ Augustine, DJ Augustine, DeMar Michael Carter Williams, Jeff Teague. FTX. So I would pay Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. He'll bring toughness on defense, bring that New York grit. He's a great floor spacer for RJ to man Barrett. He's a good defender. You do need a point guard. And I think he's clutch, man. He's shown that he's clutch in big moments. Nah, I see him Hit some, some game-winning shots at the Garden. Championship pedigree, something that the New York needs. I, I feel like right now the Knicks should not look at these big-name players. Start with Fred Van Vliet. Build a team that can win. I think Fred Van Vliet is honestly the perfect Tom Thibodeau point guard yeah, slash guard I guy. I can see it. Play great defense. I think the Knicks, if they build this team right, Mitchell Robinson, you know he's a, he's second in win shares, I think, since coming into the NBA, behind only Luka Doncic. No, win shares is a great stat. It shows how effective you are. Analytically, Mitchell Robinson is an elite player. 
So you pair Mitchell Robinson. I don't know. You you pair Mitchell Robinson with a Fred Van Vliet you, and some you good telling defenders. Me about his win shares and then I look at your overall record doesn't help anything in one bit. <laughs> but you you pair them together. I think we can be competing for an eight C spot with what Tom the Thibodeau. Hell? What do you think? This I mean, is? so you think Fred Van Vliet would take you over the top? I think Fred Van Vliet, uh, uh, R.J. Barrett, Leap, Mitchell Robinson, Leap. You still have Julius Randle, Ballhawk, and on we're the trying court. to trade him for. They're either saying trying to trade Randall for like a Michael Conley mm-hmm. or a point guard guy. Uh, okay. So, I mean, they said the number one priority is to trade Julius Randle. That's the number one priority. So, yeah, so we could get a floor space like Christian Wood. <laughs> That's good. Man. That's all right. Very I don't underrated. think Detroit would take Julius Randle, though. Me neither. I mean, Christian Wood's a free agent. Mm. That'd be a very but he's restricted, signing. though. That'd be a good I mean, Fred, ah, yeah, yeah. Then if that's the case, yeah, you pay the man 22 at this point, because this free agency is kind of weak. You don't want to go out Outside there paying Anthony Davis. You don't want to go out there paying the DeMar DeRozan about thirty million. That's not something you want to do. <laughs> so yeah, take the Fred Van Vliet, take the dog, the t- Tom Thibodeau type guy, and then you run with it. That makes sense. That RJ Barrett leap, though. I don't know about that one, buddy. Eighteen points per game, RJ Barrett. Could it could happen? Depends on your team. Fran VanVleet averaging twenty seven. Hell no, no way. Now I'm playing, <laughs> but not. Nah, but it he, depends he on can, your team. He could average like if you walk. Around, I could see him averaging sixteen or twenty a game. I was gonna say sixteen. I was he gonna say average twenty one with y'all. It'll be gonna really, be getting a lot of shots. It'll be an efficient, inefficient twenty. Would but I mean, <sighs> he's from New York too. He is. I think so. From Canada. No, he just plays in Canada. No, I think he's actually from Canada. Nah, he's from New York. I'm pretty sure. Fred Van Vliet. Right oh, oh, I thought you were talking about R.J. Barrett. My bad, my bad, my nah, bad. Nah, Fred Van Vliet. He's from New York. I thought he was from Kansas. Uh, he's from Illinois. Oh, uh, Illinois. Rockford, wow. Illinois. That's still tough, though. I swear, I thought he was from New York. He, he looks like a New York guy. He does. He, does. Does. he looks like a New York barber. Serious. Um, so, okay. This does it for this episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. This was probably like a... Actually, it wasn't the longest episode. I, I was, I was going to count the interview with this. But we didn't do the interview. Yeah. We didn't combine these episodes. So, good. I mean, we are hoping to record two episodes a week from now on. You know, Mondays are going to be football episodes. Thursday, I mean, Mondays are going to be basketball episodes, and Thursdays are going to be football episodes. Uh, so, hopefully, yeah. we do that. We stay to that. Probably won't be super consistent, but you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. So, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Pick Aside Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is called Pick Aside as well. Thank you guys for listening and see you next time. Hey there, I'm Brandon Kelly from the Always Cheating Podcast, co-hosted with my friend Josh Landon. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. What is Blue Wire? Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. And over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised more than $10 million to expand their team, their podcast network, and their business operations. Now they're raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. And it's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. You can invest as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. So if you'd like to be a part of the BlueWire investment round or want to find out more information, visit WeFunder.com slash BlueWire.